Welcome to the Long Distance Lifestyle. I'm Kate Max. And this is Lawrence B. And today we are going to talk about something a little lighter than our last two podcasts. It was kind of heavy to start off with, but uh, very relevant to our story. So today we're going to take a trip down memory lane and talk about our first time at Hedonism together as a couple. Yeah, and basically the build-up to it, I guess, probably the year, year and a half before that as well, like the journey along the way that it took to get us there. Okay, so let's start with, I guess, our background in uh, swingers, parties, sex clubs, that kind of stuff before we met. Do you want to go first? Um. Yeah, mine was easy. It was non-existent. <laughs> did you know that these places existed, or did you know that vacations like this happened, or there were like adult, you know, lingerie parties with playrooms available to people? No, I was actually pretty much oblivious to this this whole thing uh, for most of my life growing up. It was just something that maybe uh, was an idea, you know, from TVs or old movies or something like that, but never actually had the the insight that this was something that was actually happening uh, and so, in a way better capacity so I guess <laughs> could we draw the conclusion that you did you don't know you didn't know anyone in the lifestyle no no, no one that told you about it anyway nobody that told me about it no I came from definitely just a very more traditional vanilla um, upbringing I guess so he did grow up on yeah. an island so in a small town yeah where I guess Swinging was probably pretty underground there, but it's, <laughs> uh, so did you ever, I guess, have a desire to do anything like that since you've seen it in movies? Well, again, like not even really in movies. It was just the whole idea of like, you know, the old weirdos at like parties, fish you bowl. know, yeah, fishbowl parties with the keys in the bowl and all that kind of stuff. So no, that was never anything that it was like, yeah, I want to be a part of that weird crowd because it, it definitely was not glamorized in a in a I don't know in a way that it was appealing to me at all so um, no never never had any desire about that before okay yeah. that's fair enough because um, I just never had that proper picture painted I guess you know so okay and you so, don't know what you don't know so had you have heard of hedonism before no you introduced me to hedonism okay yeah Okay, see, I am very different in that way, being that one of my very first modeling gigs was modeling lingerie in the window of a sex store. So imagine that and how it escalates as I get older. Um, So yeah, one of my first experiences, like I used to love going to clubs, but uh, once I started modeling at that lingerie store, um, I got introduced to fetish parties and I didn't know about the swinging community or other things. Like, I thought it was, like, your vanilla or your fetish and kink. There was nothing in between. Right. So, being, like, really naive and 19 and not having access to the internet or anything, because I was not making good money when I was 19, um, yeah, I, I, I couldn't look up, like, the difference of things. Like, I knew that, like, yeah, same as you, like, people had orgies and whatever, but, like, at that age, I didn't know. But... Growing yeah. up in Toronto, I do, I do have access to a lot of places like sex clubs and swingers clubs. And I mean, the second they opened up, I was there. I See, mean, and I, I, I'm that person that goes 
and tans naked at the sex club and is like it just being in a warrior sometimes and tanning naked you know it's like just my kind of environment i guess yeah and that environment like literally never existed see when i was 19 you know i was like skateboarding in the forest playing at house parties and bands and stuff like that while you were lingerie modeling in windows and going to clubs so it was, we we came from very very different yeah. surroundings and environments let's say yeah i i did know about hedonism also before ever going there i mean like i'd heard about it i didn't know exactly what it was, but I knew I wanted to go there. Right. Yeah. And I didn't really care if it was going to be like old people or gross fishbowl swinging people. I was just like, I want to go to the naked, kinky, sexy resort. That's all I know. Well, that's pretty much what my mentality became as well once you had introduced it to me. So let's fast forward however many years it was from when you were modeling to now we've met and you've now been I think you had already been maybe like at least two or three times when we first got together maybe a couple times once yeah because I was already I think maybe it was yeah two or, two or three job, because uh I'd be doing interviews there for Naked News when I was working there and now I host an MC and soon we'll be teaching a class at Young Swingers Week so uh yeah I'd been there a couple times working but always with you know, a cameraman with me or another naked news anchor, which isn't like having a partner with you. It's not the same thing. You're also doing a job. So yeah, it's you're not working the same thing. like every day, all day. Yeah, your goal there isn't like ev the same as everyone else's goal there. You have like a quota of work that you have to do. So it's yeah. not the same experience. Um, but I had been there a couple times solo and yeah, it was fun. Like I, I had a great time. Like. Well, and I also get asked, you know, like people have asked me before, like, so how did I get introduced to this? And I mean, as you can see, basically, like just having met you, um, this whole lifestyle and everything came with the whole package. You know, it was like it, it was like, OK, it wasn't just dating you, but it was also this is also, you know, part of your life and, and something that you're already a part of. So it wasn't like, um, well, here it, you know, it was kind of like basically by default this whole lifestyle and everything kind of just presented itself to me as well so it was kind of like something very brand new you know to just take on but also like I mean there was no choice about it I just feel like that when you're <laughs> sounds really selfish but when you're doing this kind of stuff I don't feel like I should be the one that has to compromise when I'm inviting you into a world of fun you know uh, that's something that was non-negotiable for me, I think. And I think, I think you just like were open to trying everything. Like you didn't know what it was, but you were. Oh yeah, yeah. no, don't get me wrong. I was willing to take everything that came with the package that is you. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't something that I, you know, I knew about. Like I said before, so it was kind of just like, oh, by the way, I also am part of this whole thing, and I do this, you know, blah blah blah. And it was just like, oh wow, like. I mean, it's a lot yeah. for someone to take, but you know, I, I'm just answering, I guess, because I do get asked that a lot. Like, how did how did I get bring, brought into it or introduced into this lifestyle? And it was through you, like wholeheartedly. Like, do you think it made it easier because I'd been in the lifestyle and been going to these kinds of places for a while in my life? That do you think that made it easier that one of us had experience or had been there before, or do you think uh, it would have yeah. been? Do you think it would have been more fun or different if it would have been our first time together? Um, well, I think I think it goes both ways because I mean, you know, having been there now, I mean, we've both met people that um, 
couples that are being there, you know, experiencing it for the first time together, together doing it for the first time. And like, that's, that's a cool thing to share as well. Um, I could totally, you know, see that, but, um, no, I think I actually really do appreciate and prefer the fact that, you know, you had all this experience coming into it. It definitely made it a lot easier for me to just jump right in, you know, like head first, like not even only going just for my first time last year, but also going and hosting alongside you, you know, through the event as well. It was like, I couldn't really have gotten more involved into it uh, right away. Okay. So let's talk about all the things that happened before we got onto the plane there. Um, Like training exercises. Do you remember the day that I don't know if this was my intention to train you for hedonism. I don't know if we had decided that we'd been go- we were already going or not, but I took you to a nude beach and you hadn't been naked in front of a crowd before. And like one of my favorite things is making him get <laughs> naked in public or like anywhere he's not supposed to or showing him my butt at Walmart or like <laughs> just really dumb stuff like that. Yeah. So I trained him that day we went to Rec Beach in Vancouver and I told him to get naked and he did. So we sat in the sun for a little bit and we wanted to smoke a joint so <laughs> I wouldn't give him the lighter and I made him go ask a group of girls buck naked in front of walk up right in front of them and ask for a lighter. Yep. And light the joint. And he did. Yeah, I did it with the smoke. How was how did that experience feel? Like when I said you have to go ask those girls right now. What was that like? Be honest. It was, uh, you know, it was a little nerve wracking at first, just the whole thought of it. Because, I mean, getting comfortable with first just, you know, stripping down naked in front of, you know, a beach full of strangers was a was a new a new one for me. And then, you know, sitting there comfortably sinking into that fact, being like, all right, yeah, this is this is cool. It's not too bad. And then but having to like now stand up and go now walk over and casually talk to a group of strangers and ask for a lighter was also uh you know, it was an invigorating experience, let's say, but it's one of those things that no, it's like... No, not let's say. Say what it was. Say what it felt like. That's what it felt like. So it was I mean, like positive? It felt positive? Yeah, it was It was fun. It was, you know, uh, nerve-wracking, but also like, you know, very like exciting at the same time. And then, you know, after like five seconds, it's just like you realize, yeah, this is all... It's all in your head, so just get over yourself and like just don't even think about it because everybody else is there doing the same thing so you know um it was not comfortable really quick it was really exciting for me to watch too as someone who feels very comfortable naked in most or all situations like watching someone do that for the first time was super exciting for me like everything about it oh if only i could show you the look on her face when i came (laughs) walking back over it's like a smile that is like glowing beyond i don't even know it's like it's like when you win the big prize at the carnival because you like knock down all the the the, like milk jugs you know yeah that's a hard game or if you've like yeah (laughs) (laughs) ever seen like the cartoon where the smile just like breaks their face because it's going like beyond past their ears yeah pretty much like she couldn't have smiled any harder okay so maybe i like that test or that training practice thing that i made up it was um, good. It was a, it was a nice way to break the ice, let's say, into yeah. uh, into the environment. We did try to look for uh, lifestyle clubs in Vancouver, but it's actually harder than you think. Like uh, de- depending on where you are, uh, 
and what city you live in, it really kind of sometimes limits your access to your choices in clubs. And sometimes you don't have very many at all. Yeah, there really isn't too many options out here, actually. Yeah, so it's kind of difficult. And we're, we are not too great at being social online. No, either. no. Um, our schedules are pretty opposite and I have to travel often. So, you know, the best situation for us is kind of like, I like having in the moment like a club to go to. So we didn't get to practice there, although we did try. So we just kind of had to go to hedonism as is. But what were some of your, I guess, biggest concerns before going, before getting on the plane? Oh, man. I mean, it's it's anything that you could think of, you know, um, all the all the concerns that any guy would have. I mean, like, realistically, you're going to a club where all of a sudden now you're in your head thinking like, oh, my God, everybody's going to want to have sex with my girlfriend. And how am I going to take that? And what's that all going to be about? And am I going to? be cool with this or am I going to get jealous and who are these people and what are their real intentions and what actually goes on here and you know what are these actual connections and friendships that people make there and what does it mean and um, it's just any any of those uh, apprehensions like you're going to think about them all like and I think that's just human human nature to do so but it's also like you're jumping into this giant world of let's say unknown and um, and you're stuck on an island there well, with yeah, them for a week, literally. But also, uh, as I've said before, um, it's like it's one of those things. People can spend days, months, hours, years trying to like explain what it's going to be like, but you're not going to know, and you're not going to be able to actually understand what it is that they're trying to tell you until you've gone and experienced it for yourself. So, um, you know, it was you know we had like a year and a half, two years of kind of waiting for the opportunity where we knew that we were going to go together it just we had to wait for that moment to present itself so it was a lot of for me you know unknowns and a lot of okay what was your biggest concern what was like you just listed like a whole bunch of them in a row but what was I guess when you thought about hedonism and you thought about your concerns what was the big one that popped up well they all generally kind of like swirl around each other it's not just like one big thing but it, it's all of those uh all of those unknowns about like um i don't know i think a big one you know that's probably a pretty safe one for most people to think about uh or not safe but i mean like you know probably a good chance uh that a lot of people have this concern when going there is for the first time is like is my partner gonna have an experience with somebody else that is you know beyond something that she has with me and what is that going to mean and um what is it going to mean for them and it, like if, if, am i going to be involved in that is it am i going to be completely left in the dark and separate from the experiences that my partner has and all these things and again it's all these unknowns but i mean those are those are pretty big i think general concerns that probably a lot of people is is safe to say have um and what we kind of realized you know in having to wait so long to get there is that the more that we talk about this stuff and basically the more that we kind of put expectations and you know concerns and anxieties and stuff like out on the table for us to talk about and actually kind of like you know start talking about some ground rules about I guess like what we would be okay with and what we're not comfortable with like made it a lot easier as well by the time we first got there because yeah, there was a lot of talking, and it wasn't like 
okay, let's sit down with a pen and paper and communicate. Like, it was a lot of, like, emotional, messy talking, like... There's a lot of confusion. Because when you're trying to set your ground rules, you come up with a great idea, but, you know, like, you could be on a certain high together, or one of you could be on a high about it, one of you could be on a low, and, you know, and, of course, you want your partner to feel safe and comfortable, so you negotiate, and then sometimes you feel like, okay, maybe I I didn't really want that, but I, I just you know, I agree to that in the moment, but I want to go and change this. And, you know, so there's a lot of back and forth, I think, that we uh, that we had to go through. Definitely. And even even after getting there for the first time and, and kind of feeling it out as well, you know, I think, you know, we were still evolving kind of, you know, our expectations or just our, our uh, you know, our comfort levels in the moment as well, because I mean, things became very different once, you know, once we got there and once I actually got there and started to actually like get into it and actually experience what it was all about. I mean, the vibe, you know, from the day before we got there to let's say like two or three days into it now, for me, you know, I was completely changed. Like my mind had completely flipped. Like, yeah, you were pretty apprehensive and you had like, uh, certain concerns and questions about like friendships that I had made of like you know people that I met there previously you know there were certain people that like made you uncomfortable because now you understand that like people at hedonism communicate in like a very funny and sexy way sometimes and whatever it doesn't mean that they don't like their wife it's just jokes you know but as someone that wasn't in the lifestyle getting like sexy memes from a random you know a, who, someone that would be like my friend but a random guy to you you're like what why is this person sending you this well yeah i mean these are the things you know, that you know it, vanilla couples you know there's are no way to explain yeah there's like no way to explain like this is just the way people in the lifestyle talk to each other there's no way to explain it because that's the stuff that people get extremely jealous of when they're looking at their partner's phones you know like most people do and because they want to see what's really going on because you don't have that trust there or whatever and then they're seeing like you're literally seeing the conversations that would like literally end relationships in normal circumstances you know not under the pretext of any of the you know swinging lifestyle or any of that um like that's literally kind of what is going on but it's not of that it doesn't have that same intent so once you start to kind of wrap your head around that that like no it's just a way more open community of friends that really are so comfortable and so into their relationships and their partners that they're able to communicate on this level with anybody and it doesn't mean you know a damn thing as far as their own personal relationship is is concerned it's like it's it's the exact opposite of what you would actually think and once you're like once your mind is able to make that complete 180 shift and you kind of realize like literally like it's like this huge weight comes off your shoulders and it's like this like awakening to like oh my goodness everybody needs to be this way because because it's totally harmless yeah but exactly like it's it's the way that we actually all really want to interact and communicate with each other i think as like a human species honestly but we don't allow ourselves that that freedom uh, because we put all these boundaries and restrictions on these on what we tell ourselves or I guess what we're taught a relationship is supposed to be you know it's not really our parents fault but I mean kind of like you only know what you know and you only know what you're taught so I mean it became uh, apparent to me that like I think it's it's a way healthier way of actually 
experiencing you know a very meaningful relationship and it and it brings so much more i don't even know uh but it does a lot it does many good things i think for for us as a couple and for anybody that's willing to like take that step as as couples so when did you feel like the big shift i guess like you said it took you a couple days after you arrived to hedonism well let's not talk about that now let's talk about like once you arrived there and once you started like getting into the resort and you looked at the lobby and it's big and beautiful and there's this huge buffet i know you love food so much it's so important there's, oh, the food there's so many desserts and that's part of what he loves about hedonism but like what did you think you saw the other couples checking in you know you saw the staff like what did you think like first thoughts um honestly my mind was a little bit blank it's kind of just like okay uh i was trying to really throw like any apprehensions and expectations out the window i mean once i once i got there i mean it's really like you can't you can't sit there and you know pretend like you already think it you know what's going on i mean very quickly the reality of what what is actually happening and where you are starts to starts to really sink in so it's kind of just like my mind honestly kind of just started to really quiet down it was just like okay like the ride's starting let's go and just i don't know i felt like i opened up pretty quickly actually to the whole thing um and you know well because you had existed in my life and i was still going uh to young swingers week as uh an anchor and as a host after for a couple times while we we're in a relationship and people think that you were not real yeah that's right <laughs> and uh because i kept showing up solo to do my job and people will be like oh where's your partner oh well he didn't come this time and you know that excuse gets old and people were starting to think that you were not real so it got to the point where i was like you have to show up because people are starting to think that i have an imaginary boyfriend i was when you got there they were and which which was also you know hugely welcoming i mean it was like everybody that i met there the first time literally it felt like we were just long time friends that it had just been a really long time since we have seen each other it, it really had that kind of vibe um which also made it you know very easy for me to just get into it uh the whole thing right away because i mean everybody there is just of such a different caliber so okay so as a first timer um do you think that like the conversations that you had with other couples were different than the ones that you have with your vanilla friends well, yeah, a hundred percent different, and n- not that you're necessarily talking about different subject matter altogether, but it really does something to the conversation when you literally strip down and take away all the things that we, uh, you know, carry around with us in our life that we kind of like use to create and build our image, like our clothes or accessories or vehicles that we drive in or the clubs that we hang out at or. Um, our cell phones or whatever I mean when you take all that away and you're left with just the human being uh, underneath all that um, you can still be having all the same kind of day-to-day conversation but it just it seems to actually carry a lot more meaning for some reason because it, it's just it's just of a more pure place I find yeah it's uh it's it's cool like it's yeah, we, the conversations go to very different places, I find. And it's not always sexy, but sometimes 
my favorite thing actually is that when you're in the lifestyle, you share a lot more of the weird, funny, gross, like stupid sex stories that you don't hear from your friends. You know, like I, my my group of friends is pretty open and we share sex stories, but it's it's never as funny as the ones that people in the lifestyle share. And I, I, I also find that I share more of like the embarrassing stuff too, just because it's you funny you're naked your and you're sitting there and you're just like oh my god like let me tell you about what this is actually like and then you share something and then everyone remembers it and you become that person but it's i don't know i just find the stories that people tell are more interesting yeah um so let me ask you uh how i know you... i have another question oh all right were you worried about your penis no no no. Not even like, oh, it's going to be cold in the water and like people are going to see it and be like, oh, that's not an impressive penis. No, I mean, I I don't know. I've never uh I've never had a problem with my I don't know, size or Were you worried about you know, my my uh my body. I've I've never been ashamed of, you know, any of that. So, no, I I wear myself very comfortably and it's not a concern. Were you worried about other penises? Uh, in what in what regard <laughs> like where they might end up or yeah. if they would be like touching me yeah and stuff like that yeah well it's it, you know it's a concern I hear, I hear a lot of guys are concerned about that they're like oh what if a penis touches me it's like i don't know then a penis touched you like oh my god you know what everybody like becomes a ninja there it's amazing uh especially the guys like you can be in the most crowded shoulder to shoulder pool and you're you're good you know what i mean people are pretty good about just kind of maneuvering themselves in a way that's like I mean, unless you're kind of intentionally trying to rub up on somebody, no, like I haven't actually had to deal with that. So, um, even to this date, you've never had a penis rubbed on you. I can't say that it hasn't happened, but not in a sense where it would actually, you know, no, I've been like noticeable. So no, everybody, everybody there knows what they're doing. Um, I'm just asking the questions that people are asking from online. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're at a naked resort with hundreds of people. There's all kinds of body parts around all the time, everywhere. So the chance that you might get touched by one of them said body parts, you know, is always a possibility. But pretty unlikely unless it's something that you want to happen. Well, I don't know. I was just wondering if that was one of your concerns going there because I, I think guys would be concerned about that. You get over that concern pretty quickly if that is a concern. But no, I wasn't. I wasn't too worried about that. Okay, you can ask me questions now. I just wanted to ask you what it was like finally for your first time bringing a partner with you, having gone so many times solo and in a working capacity, but um, I guess still going back in a working capacity with less responsibility, but with a partner. What was that like? It, the biggest difference that I noticed was it gave me a reason to be out at night. Like when you go and you're by yourself, it's it's all great during the day and then nighttime comes and around 9 p.m. after dinner after the shows and everyone's kind of mingling and you know heading to each other's rooms or like going off to the playroom and then me being solo but having a partner who hadn't been there yet so we couldn't come up with rules about solo play obviously like we were not there in our relationship for sure so uh it was difficult it was lonely and it was frustrating before sexually frustrating to the point where i was angry like straight up like 
day five when you're there by yourself and everyone's hooking up and you're seeing it and like you're committed to your partner at home and you can't do anything about it like i wanted to i wanted to fuck but i also wanted to strangle someone at the same time like i was mad (laughs) so being able to get out at night and do what other couples are doing and being part of it was yeah it was nice to be part of it yeah yeah i felt like the day didn't end after dinner you know um because when you're there by yourself like you still have to maintain your relationship so you're in your room texting like i'm texting with you you know with this like wi-fi connection that's being shared with so many people and you know it's spotty and then you're worried at home that like oh my god what's she doing why is she disappearing but really like my messages are twirling into space and not sending to you so um yeah it's uh it's a lot easier especially when you're in a relationship if both of you show up at hedonism together yeah if i could give any piece of advice to any couples it would be (laughs) show up to hedonism together Okay, I think we're going to wrap it up for this episode of the Long Distance Lifestyle Podcast. And next up, we will talk about our experience at Hedonism when we were there for the first time as a couple. Because there's a lot to go through with this one. Uh, Before we go, we have a question from Instagram. The couple would prefer to remain anonymous. Uh, What's the question? The question is, what is one good piece of advice that you could give to a couple going for the first time like what might be a good ground rule for you guys to be able to set to make it easier to experience Mm, besides the most important one is communicate all the time I would say that one is really important before during after even during you know uh, playtime if necessary like make sure that you're always connected to your partner yeah definitely that's a that's a huge one um do you have one um yeah i think one that resonated really well with us and made it really easy for the first time was don't take one for the team and that basically means that you both agree and stay on the same page about whatever's happening um all the time so there's no compromising in the sense that like well I really want to go do this thing that I know you're not comfortable with but if you let me go do this thing that you're not comfortable with you can go do something that you want to do um, compromising on those terms I think is absolutely detrimental um, so either you're both 100% into said scenario and if you're not then then you're not yeah and that could mean that you're not or that we're going to revisit this later at a different time at a different day at a different mood you know it could depend on a lot of things so it could be five minutes from now it literally uh can change that quickly but yeah yeah it's just uh yeah make sure your partner's okay and i mean taking one for the team it doesn't necessarily mean it's not always a looks thing either right like it it could be someone makes me feel uncomfortable or you know i just feel like really bloated right now because we just ate like a tray of desserts and i don't feel like doing anything yeah so it's um it's very situational and you know give yourself room to revisit certain ideas you know and also talk about why you don't want to do it yeah right then you know like why you you're not going to 
quote unquote take one for the team. Yeah, exactly. Don't don't be scared to have those real talk. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I've made excuses It's like not excuses, but there's been reasons where I'm like, listen, like I can't go hook up with someone because I feel like I'm going to like fart a lot for a while. <laughs> like, <laughs> seriously. Right. Like it could be anything or it could just be like, you know, I, I feel like dancing tonight or I just feel like being with you in the playroom and just watching like it could be anything. But like, don't feel like you're missing out either because you're doing something else. Yeah, and don't expect your partner to have to compromise if they're not into whatever's going on, because um, that's not fair. No, it's not, and it's not fun for either of you, because it puts a lot of stress and anxiety on the situation, especially if you're not comfortable. Um, so, yeah, I would just say, yeah, take things at your own pace. Don't make compromises. Talk to each other. Mm-hmm. That would be the best advice, and bring an open mind, and not a lot of clothes. on that note we will end here but um on the next episode we'll get into a lot more about um the actual experiences that we had there during the first week and uh and then our feelings coming out of there afterwards too so yeah in the meantime make sure you follow us on social media we are what are we on social media instagram we are the long distance ls and on twitter we are lifestyle underscore long I don't like that one, but that's what it is. That's what uh, stuck with, I know. <laughs> and I'm at Kate underscore Max with two X's underscore on Instagram and uh, Twitter as well. KateMax.com for everything else. On that note. See you later. This is the Long Distance Lifestyle. We'll see you guys next time. Do, do, do.